We have a very special interview today. Today, we are joined by a legend of the YouTube music scene, the metal maestro. You may know him for his rocking covers of your favorite video game tunes. He is the one and only Toxic X Eternity or Jack Flagler. How are Yo. you doing? What's up? I am doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> and the, the very kind introduction. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. And, yeah. and I think, you know, we'll jump straight into the questions and it's an obvious question and we all kind of know the answer to it, but it's always a first question on player one. Uh, do you play video games? And if so, what do you tend to play? absolutely not no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh no I, I i love video games um you know i i, I grew up uh with freaking with like nintendo and just all that stuff and um i would say i i would say like i love all kinds of games i mean i love like you know like rpgs and like all that stuff but i would definitely say like in in like because of my childhood i'm always like a, a nintendo fan you know what i mean i just i love mm. nintendo and it's not even like a thing where it's like it, it's just at, like anybody else you know it's not like any like affiliation with them or whatever like although that would be awesome one day but if for it's just like anybody else i'm just i love nintendo i love all their ips and stuff so i would say like if i had to just like pick like what games are my favorite it's probably going to be like those nintendo titles Fair, fair. I kind of agree with that personally. Um, but I guess we'll move, we'll move into your, I guess, specialty and not so much niche, but kind of a niche on YouTube. Um, what led you to cover video game soundtracks specifically? Is there a reason you went to that? Um, that's that's such a good question. It's like it's one of those things where I I just kind of like did it without really thinking about it. Um, I think like video game music had a real big impact on me when I was a kid, you know, because I love all kinds of music. Like I listen to just like metal and like all types of genres, you know, but um, I would just consider video game music to be like just a real special type of music for me, just because it's like, it's music that captures your imagination and just can really invoke like some serious emotions you know and it's like and i guess what i love so much about it is that <clears throat> it's a it's a style of music that's not confined to like one emotion you know mm. where like you know i guess like in a lot of genres it, it can have a wide variety of emotions involved like obviously not all metal is like you know throw a chair across your room or whatever you know <laughs> but like i definitely find with video game music i just love the freedom that you know like and, and the 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 uh endless possibilities of what that music could be so like i've always just found that so fascinating as someone who loves to make music as well just like just having just that freedom to just 
create an emotion that's kind of tied to like a moment in the game, you know? So I've always just loved that. And um, for me, like, as far as like why I do video game music, like so much, a lot of it is because when I did it initially for like some of my first videos, people just loved it, you know? And mm. uh, I just, I felt like I really struck uh, a, a good thing there, you know? And I just decided, hey, you know, people really like this and I love doing it. So let's, let's do video game music, you know, let's do that, you know? So that's, it's kind of just like making people happy making myself happy and then just kind of being like, this is what I'll do, you know? Yeah. And you mentioned the first video and your first couple of videos and your first video, at least it's up on your channel. I'm not sure if there are any deleted or anything like that, but the first one up is a cover of Mad Monster Mansion from Banjo-Kazooie. And I, given that Grant Kirkhope just released the rejiggied uh, collection, I'm curious to know if that one particular tune still sticks to you as important and uh, why that tune in particular? Is there any... Um, I guess, nostalgia behind that tune or Banjo-Kazooie or anything similar. Yeah, I I love Banjo-Kazooie. Like, uh, like uh, that game is was so huge to me as a kid. And it's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. I mean, it's just the every song is so memorable, you know. And um, with Mad Monster Mansion, that track is definitely super metal you know because it's just like it's got like the evil spooky kind of sounds to it um mm -hmm. and i felt like i'm like if i were to make a metal version of a video game song like this would be the choice you know because you know when i made that first video it wasn't like oh i'm gonna make hundreds of video game covers it, it when i made that i was like let's just do one you know yeah. And like, what would that one be? Um, so I was definitely just like, okay, like this theme is super evil sounding and it sounds awesome. And I think with guitars on it, that's just going to sound super epic and like evil sounding. So that was kind of the choice for that, you know, but, but the whole soundtrack I love, you know, so that was just kind of like, I just picked that one out of the bag, you know? Oh, definitely, definitely. And I guess we'll go off the back of that, because that was uploaded all the way back in 2008. Um, so I just wanted to ask, looking back, uh, what emotions did you really have uploading that, and how has that kind of process changed over just over a decade now? Um, Yeah, like, when I first made it, I was so excited about it you know and now it's just not exciting at all no i'm just kidding <laughs> um no like when i first made it it was, it was so exciting and it was also like like you said it was in 2008 so youtube itself was like still so new so youtube in general was just such an exciting thing you know like because like so many people were just like you know like so much of youtube back then was like cat videos which you know i do love cat videos but like they're like it was it was still such a wild west of like, what do we even put on YouTube? Like what, what goes on YouTube, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really was excited about being like, like one of the first, like, not like I was expecting anybody to do it later, but I was like, man, I just like, this feels like something that's like, that I'm going to do and it's going to make me special and cool, you know? Mm -hmm. um, 
So I, uh, I did that. And um, turns out, you know, there's actually a lot of people doing it, which is, which is totally fine. Um, but uh, the, uh, the initial thing for it was just like, I just really wanted to do something unique and cool and feel like I'm, I'm just putting something out there that's like special, you know? Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And you are still putting out some great special stuff. And you mentioned there's a lot of people in this in this scene specifically now. And I, I want to ask your opinion, because we did ask uh, in a previous interview, uh, a friend of yours actually, uh, Jules Conroy, Family Jules, the same question. So I figure I'll ask you, why do you think that the video game cover scene has grown in the way it has? Obviously, we have people in the scene now, like um, Insane in the Rain, um, Family Jewels, Sab Irene, Adriana Figueroa, Richard E.B., uh, the 8-Bit Drummer, and so, so many more. Yeah, uh, I think, like, video game music struck our whole generation, like, so hard, you know? Like, hmm. it, it, I mean, because I feel like growing up in the 90s, it was such a huge time in video games, you know? Because like, yeah, obviously the original Mario Bros, that, that song is tight, you know, I mean, it's obviously well made, but like, I feel like when we got into the the Nintendo 64, PlayStation, GameCube, like those kind of eras, like, or, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, like video game music started just becoming like the most amazing thing ever, <laughs> you know, like, it's, <laughs> and, and I feel like our our whole generation was like, like, cause all, all these people that you mentioned, it's like, we're all like pretty similar ages, you know? And, and I think we all were impacted by this music at a young age. Like, I guess we were like eight or nine or whatever. And we all, obviously we didn't know each other at the time, but we were all, ha we all have ex like shared our stories with each other, like how much this, this music meant to us as a kid, you know? And um, I think that's like a new concept but what isn't a new concept is the idea of like someone loving music from a young age, you know? Um, Definitely. So I, I think like that's obviously existed long before video games. There's been people playing instruments at young ages and stuff. But I think for us, we are the first generation to uh, love playing an instrument, but also love video games, you know? Mm. So I just think like, I think the reason the community is just growing and growing is because it's just it's the progression of things like people are growing with gaming and they love video games and the music means so much to them. It reminds them of being a kid. And then also music is awesome, too, you know, like like playing yeah. an instrument. Um, so I just think the reason it's expanding so much is just that's just like the natural progression of things, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with that, and I, I like that answer a lot, too. Um, we'll move, I guess, back to the start with it. Uh, simply, why the name? Why Toxic X Eternity? Um, it was, simply enough, it was just going to be my the name of a band that I was going to uh, form when I was in high school. The name the name of the band was Toxic Eternity. And uh, so that that's when I made my YouTube channel, because originally the YouTube channel was going to be for my band, which was going to be called Toxic Eternity, and um, that it, and then I ended up just uploading Mad Monster Mansion on that on the channel, and 
I just ended up, people were just calling me toxic and stuff. And, and I'm just like, all right, well, I'll just, that's just me then. That, that's, who, that's who I am, you know? Um, and the X is like, cause you know, in, when you initially back in the day on YouTube, you couldn't put a space, you know? So I just put the X there and, uh, yeah. So that's toxic X eternity. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been debating, I'm like, I could go by like Jack or whatever, but I'm like, I feel like that's like, that kind of ruins, ruins it. Like, I'm like, this is like, this is like the story. Like, you know, it used to be a band and now it's me. And that's just, you know, people call me this for so long. I'm like, that's, this is who I am, you know? Oh yeah. It, it's definitely, um, within the scene, a very iconic name now, um, <laughs> yeah. helps that you've been cool. around since 2008. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, yeah, that's how that all got, all that happened. Hmm. Uh, and I guess we'll move away from video game music for just a second to stick with music. Uh, obviously, there are going to be influences outside of video game music. Are there any particular influences that really, really strike you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. Like, video game music is, is like, totally... It's such a huge part of my life, but also, like, metal is a huge part of my life. You know, like, I like it i would almost say it's like 50 50 you know mm. um because it's like metal is just so important to me like it, it's 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 uh I, I just love listening to metal and I, I i love writing original metal music in in a band and stuff too um so like you know it's there's just a lot of influences there like it definitely started off with like the huge like you know like ACDC and then like I really got into like Metallica after that um mm -hmm. and like for me like Metallica is like I mean they're like the greatest band ever <laughs> I mean because they're just like so that they, they, they're like so successful and they're just like so just like they just paved the way for like everything and they influenced so many like for for years like Kirk Hammett the guitar player from Metallica was like my god you know yeah I just wanted I just wanted to be him you know and um so that that absolutely made me pick up guitar and like really take it seriously and approach it you know in, in a whole different sector of my life that that's different than video game music you know mm, definitely definitely um, but I guess we'll go back to video games and OSTs specifically and ask a very similar question with, were there any specific video games that you sit there and you're like, yes, that's the OST that I can sit there and go, yeah, I love that, or that's my favorite, or anything like that that comes to mind? Because you must have listened to an unbelievable amount at this point. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I, I don't know, it. I feel like that answer is always changing, but like one, a, a soundtrack that really is super near and dear to me is um, the Star Fox for Nintendo, Star Fox 64 for Nintendo 64. Because mm -hmm. uh, I always found that that was like an intersection of metal and video game music, you know? And like, obviously there's not like guitars on it, but it's like just like the the intensity like if you listen to like the boss battle themes from Star Fox it's like dude like it, oh, it just makes it's just it gets you so excited you're just like oh my like you know like when you're a kid and you're like fighting a giant robot and you're listening to that you're just like oh dude I'm just like my blood is just flowing like you just feel like you're listening to like the most intense music ever and um 
and that just always like i'm always just like i love intense just like epic music like that just larger than life and um so i and for me star fox was like my first experience with that in like video game music format like I, but like there's like i was saying before like banjo kazooie is also just as far as like the the member like how memorable it is and just how like how catchy and just like fun of a soundtrack that is like i love the banjo kazooie soundtrack you know hmm. um so that's one of my favorites and uh but yeah i would definitely say like if, if if it was just like name one video game soundtrack that's just your favorite i would probably just be like star fox 64 you know it's a fair choice it's a fair choice um you know another question that i wanted to ask though was a lot of youtube musicians will often cover uh popular music in order to drum up views and try to get some sort of revenue coming through you don't seem to really follow suit from what i've seen is there a particular reason behind that or yeah i just don't want to but that's like literally the reason i just i know it like and it's not even like this thing of like how dare other people do that like i'm so much cooler for not doing like it's not that it's just (laughs) genuinely like i'm just i'm just i just don't want to do like i love video game music so much and i love uh, there's so many songs there's so many video game songs that i want to do and i'm constantly just like i have this like huge list of songs and i'm i'm just like buried in this list of video game songs that i need to cover you know for my own satisfaction Mm. you know um so i just don't have the time or care to like do songs that i'm not as excited about even though it would get me like views and stuff i just like um it just it would start to feel like a like a like a boring job for me like you know i I, I would lose i would lose the the passion for doing if i'm covering like pop like top 40 songs or whatever you know Hmm. um so also, I can't sing. So <laughs> true, true. Uh, on, on on a on a fan standpoint, though, it is nice to see that people don't do that necessarily, or you don't do that a lot, because you do tend to cover a lot more niche video game um, OSTs and soundtracks. And it's uh, it's one of my favorite things going through and definitely researching for this interview uh, was just seeing some really really niche stuff that I kind of forgot existed, which it's really just nice to see that. But one of the ones that comes to mind for pretty niche and it's actually your most viewed youtube video uh is the metal tribute to iphone ringtones and um that's a pretty out there concept for metal so specifically what what brought that up um well i uploaded that on april fools and like so but that's what I love so much about YouTube is it, April Fools is like my favorite holiday now because of YouTube. Like everyone, hmm. is, we're always just trying to like, we're always trying to like one up each other, like in terms of like how ridiculous of an April Fools cover we can do, you know. Um, so we're like, we're I, I love YouTube on April Fools. It's just like we're always just nobody talks about what they're doing. We're all just trying to surprise each other, you know. Whether it's yeah. like me, Jules, Rich, like, you know, Row, just like everybody's just, you know, so it's just become this tradition to just upload the most ridiculous thing you can think of on April Fools, you know? Mm. Um, so that was my idea for April Fools. And 
it's so funny that that's like my most popular video because I literally, I could show you like screenshots of the conversation that I was having with my friend about it, just being like, I think everyone is going to hate this video. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I was like so nervous about it because I was, I was just like, this is the dumbest thing ever, <laughs> like, you know, um, but, but I was, I am proud of the music. Like, I think the song like is definitely cool. I, I just, I, because like you were saying people like they expect, not expect, but like people know me for doing video game songs. So I was like terrified of putting this out. Cause they're gonna be like, what is this? This isn't Zelda, you know? Um, but, uh, turns out freaking it blew up. So <laughs> I mean, it helps that it it does sound really, really cool, as you mentioned. Oh, thank you. It was I, I'm. It was just one of those like three a.m. ideas. Like, let's yeah, let's actually do that. You know, why not? Those are the best ones. But I, I will yeah. ask, and you did mention you have a list of video game soundtracks and pieces that you'd like to cover. But how do you decide what piece you cover week by week? Um. So it's actually split. Um. So half of my covers are actually chosen by um my fan base particularly my fan base who supports me um you know over on patreon and stuff uh so that so they support me like you know with like monetarily or whatever and and that's that's one of the uh one of the things i'm offering to to those those folks who do that is like hey like you guys, you, you can request a song and I'll cover it, you know, and I, I got a big list of, uh, of, um, people who are uh, requesting a song that are supporting me on there, which obviously I appreciate them so much for, for supporting me in that way. And it's, it's really cool because, um, like you were saying, a lot of music on my channel is really particular. Like it's a game that's not Zelda or Mario. It's like a really particular game. And a lot of those are chosen by um, people that are not me, you know, mm. uh, they're, they're chosen uh, by, by my supporters. And it's really fun because they're showing me these video game soundtracks that I haven't heard of, you know, and um, of course, what I do is I research a little bit about the game in general, just to kind of like learn about like what, why this song is here and what the, what the boss is and what the level is and, you know yeah um so it's it's really cool it's just it's they're showing me all these songs and i am making covers of it and um it's a really cool kind of way that i can like include my fans and what i'm doing and stuff uh but so that's like 50 percent of it and then the other 50 percent is songs that i pick and between when the songs that i pick it's obviously like sometimes I'll be thinking about what's popular, you know, cause I'm trying to trying to get some views and subs, you know what I mean? Like trying to do that, yeah. you know, the YouTube thing, but, um, but also, uh, I, sometimes I'll be like, whatever, I just want to do something that's like really just like really near and dear to me and something that is, um, you know, something that's just like straight up, just like something from my childhood, you know? Yeah, so I kind of yeah. just whenever I'm in the mood, whenever it's like whenever it's not a Patreon request, I just do what I'm in the mood for, whether it's something that's like really popular that people request and I know is going to get some decent views or something that's like from a game that I grew up with and just want to cover, you know. Definitely, definitely. 
And you mentioned keeping your um, fans involved, and you do have a second channel, uh, Toxic Eternal Teen uh, TV, even. Um, and I had a bit of a look through it, and it obviously has a lot of highlights from your Twitch streams, which we'll get to in a little bit. But um, I wanted to ask more so, how how is that experience streaming, uh, playing music to a Twitch uh, chat? Because from the standpoint of someone who played music for a little while and wasn't great at it, that sounds terrifying and also too busy for me. So I'm curious <laughs> to know how it is for you. That's It's so funny because... For me, like gaming on Twitch is like 10 times scarier, you know, mm. um, because like it and I, I know exactly what you're saying. I just think for me, I'm in a unique position where I like, you know, I just I can play guitar well enough, like well enough to where like I think I, I'm confident enough to where like even if I totally screw something up and it's just like so it just sounds so awful like i'm able to just kind of laugh about it you know because i'm like i know like even when i make a mistake it's like every, for every one mistake i make like i just like nail like a bunch of other things you know yeah. and um yeah. so i i just i'm really able to like i'm able to kind of muster up the self-confidence knowing that you know i have you know i i have a like a thing that I do and I, and I, and I love it, you know, I love performing and it's just like fun. And whenever I mess up, it's just like, I can just laugh about it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I also want to mention that my Twitch chat are all just like wonderful too, you know, like they're super cool and they're really nice. Um, which is something that kind of blows my mind a little bit, you know, because you go to other Twitch streams, and like the chat is just like ragging on them, you know, they're like, oh, you you died. You're such a noob, you know, or whatever. <laughs> or like even with like musicians, they're just like, this is boring or, you know, um, <laughs> like and I'm just like, why is it that for me? Like my Twitch chat are just like wonderful. Like it, it it's like really crazy to me. And I, I let them know. I'm just like, just so you guys know, like you're all wonderful and I appreciate you guys so much. And I just think it's like this feedback loop of like, you know, just like the positive, it's just like a huge positivity vibe. So even if I'm just like totally being so bad at guitar for like a certain stream or something, it's like, it's still just, everyone's just hanging out and it's, it's always a good vibe, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I guess I'll go off the back of that. Anyone who wants to follow, and I'm sure there are plenty of people who would like to get into the YouTube music scene just to upload just for fun and do their own thing. But I'm curious to know, um, do you think that's still kind of a viable option for a lot of people, given how much the community's grown? And if so, what are the biggest roadblocks to look out for? Are you asking for YouTube or Twitch? Bit of both. Okay. I feel like it's, like, different for the different platforms. Like, um, I would say with YouTube, doing music covers on youtube is not easy like if, if you're trying if you're trying to in term and the reason for that is because youtube they have that out they have an algorithm that pushes certain types of content out there and 
nobody knows exactly how the algorithm works, but what we've kind of figured out just as a collective YouTube society or whatever, like we've figured out that YouTube does like longer videos because YouTube can put more advertisements on the longer videos. Um, so they're going to, they're going to be pushing longer videos. So it's kind of, kind of bad news for us musicians, because unless we're writing 40 minute songs, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little tougher to get into YouTube's, uh, you know, system, but that, with that being said, there are ways to like get around that. Um, I think if someone's just trying to start up a music channel and just really just like they, they just got their eye on the prize and they want to, they want to grow as fast as possible. I would say there's always um, stuff out there that you can cover that's popular. You know, like there's mm -hmm. like right now, the big thing is like Deltarune, you know, like Deltarune came out and everybody's Deltarune covers are like doing better than any other videos that we're doing around that, you know? And then before Deltarune, it was like Friday Night Funkin'. Like that was a game that came out. And so, you know, there's always like that thing to cover that's that's um, popular, you know? And mm. and it's just like one of those things where you're like, hey, if you're if you're trying to do this professionally, there's no shame in just like covering what's popular because, you know, it's like that's that's what YouTube YouTube when when Deltarune is out you know like when that came out that was like the most typed in search bar thing so the algorithm is going to push those delta rune videos to people you know yeah so so it's really just like cover what's popular you know mm. um you know but there's a there's a the the trick though is that because you're covering what's popular you're going to get people coming in it's not all just about views because you're going to get people coming in that are just following that just are watching you for the trend and those might not be the fans that you want you know because those are like sometimes when you're following trends like that you'll get like a community that's very like like they'll come for this thing but then they're leaving for the net you know like one yeah people will yeah. come for delta rune but then when you cover zelda they like don't care at all you know and like so that's where you have to sit there and be like, what are my goals with this? Like, is my goal just to like make a bunch of subscribers and just get that number high? Or is my goal to build a community and to build a fan base that loves me and not just the music that I'm covering, you know, like, mm. and for me, that's my vibe. I want to have a community and I want to build a fan base that likes me and they like my music you know, and not just people that care about the game and don't care about my music at all, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I did mention before, and it was a question I couldn't really figure out where to fit in, until, so I'll ask it now. Um, what leads to uh, a collaboration with another musician on the scene? Because obviously that's a, it, it's a great way to not only learn from other people, but kind of, I guess, get a chance to work with some of the amazing people within the scene. Um, it's usually just like, I always like try and phrase it as like, like you want to, that you want to make friends, you know, like you want to make friends with people. It's like, cause sometimes people, 
like I don't know how do I phrase it like like it's just important to like let things happen naturally and like you know for instance like my relationship with like Jules or whatever like that started from me commenting on his videos just being like oh my god you're doing what I'm doing that's so cool like I I respect you so much like it's so cool to see someone else doing this and you're doing it in your own you know what I mean and it was so I didn't have any like aspirations as far as collaborating it was just truly like like I just have to let this person know that like I respect them and I think it's so cool you know and um and then you can also there's no shame in just being like you know you don't want to be like commenting on other people's videos like check out my work or whatever but like you know I don't think there's any shame and if you word it right with you know with your heart in the right place you could just be like this is so cool like I do music too and like I think it's so cool to see someone else doing it like this is kind of similar to what I do or whatever you know yeah like you don't put a link to your video in in that you know Hmm. but you just like say you're just like hey I do this too I, I love what you're doing and then sometimes that person that you comment to will like maybe check out your videos and they'll be like, Oh, cool. You're do- what you're doing is cool too. And then that's how you like start it. That's how you you start it with that respect and that like friendship be like, well, if we both like what we're doing, maybe we can work together on something, you know, but yeah. what you don't want to do, you don't want to just like send out some random email being like, hello, you don't know me, but let's like do a song together. You know, it's just, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I guess we'll lead into the last chunk of the interview here. Um, and we have to lead into it somewhere, but COVID, of course, was pretty dominant for the last two years. And I want to know, specifically through COVID, and I guess outside of COVID as well, how did you manage to keep the motivation going and avoid burnout like a lot of people uh, struggled with? Hmm. Yeah, COVID was hard. You know, like so many, so many plans got, got canceled and that was like such a bummer. Um, and it really did, it really did take a toll on me, you know? Um, Mm. and there was also so much going on in the world too, you know, like there's so much crazy stuff going on and it was, it was really weighing on me. Um, but, uh, like what I, what I did was I really looked at what was going on and I could at the end of the day I genuinely just felt so lucky and fortunate that I'm I'm even able to continue making music through this pandemic you know because mm-hmm. like I, I have a lot of friends who uh make a living through touring you know in bands and stuff and they just got like totally screwed you know um and like i as much as it was bad for me like i just couldn't help but feel lucky that i'm able to do what i'm doing and i i felt this need to make actually like as much music as i could just to at least like entertain people (laughs) you know yeah like I i really wanted to entertain people like because i felt like it was like the right thing to do you know i i have this gift uh, not gift, not like music gift. I'm saying like gift of my amazing fan base. Like they're, they're, they're so generous to me and they support me so much. It's, it's not a matter of if I want to make music or not. I felt like I needed to, this was my time to like step up to the plate and give people entertainment to, to handle this pandemic, you know? Hmm. 
And I think moving out of that, we'll move into something a lot more exciting and keeping the entertainment um, aspect very much there. Uh, next month, you're going on tour with a few people for Shredventure. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's a US tour, but in case we do have people listening in the US, please tell us about it. What What is it? Where Where are you going? What can people expect? So I'm super excited because this is the first time that I'm going on tour for uh, video game music. You know, I've been on tour before with um, with a band and I love that. Um, and it's just going to be amazing to take my YouTube career to this next level. So here, like what we're doing is I'm teaming up with Family Jewels uh, and he also does amazing video game music. Uh, covers of video game songs and uh we're teaming up and we are bringing what's called the shred venture which is obviously it's an adventure and we're shredding and um you know we're playing metal versions of video game songs and the th here's the thing though we're not just like the whole point of the show is to make it feel well, I don't want to give away too much, but it's an adventure. It's not like we're just getting up on stage being like, we're not just being like, all right, here's the Mario song. And then we're going to do the Zelda song. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like that. Like it's a whole adventure, the whole, we're, we're going to take the audience on a, on a journey. And, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of fun times will be had, you know, the audience is going to be a part of the show and we're, we're all just going to, interact with each other and um we're gonna it, it's gonna be special and i wish i could talk more about it but i just i want it to be a surprise for people but it's gonna be a very special show and it's gonna be a full band Ooh. and um yeah we're gonna have a drummer and a bass player and uh it's it's um i wish we could tour the whole world uh maybe one day we will but right now we're we're starting with the west coast um so we're doing we're doing california Oregon and uh, Seattle and Reno, Nevada. Hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be sick. And I've got to ask for any fans of us and maybe you who might be listening who may not have heard of it or may want to go. Are tickets still on sale? Yes. Uh, is can I drop the website for it? Go it's ahead. Up. Yeah, it's uh, a. <laughs> see if I remember. Um, I'm like literally Googling it. Hold on. You're all good. You're all good. Uh, it is shredventurelive.com. Um, or you can also just search for the video game metal shredventure. Um, but yeah, shredventurelive.com. And then those are all uh, where tickets are. And uh, yeah, if anybody's out there on the West Coast and you want to go, please go. Because we wanna we wanna rock rock you guys off and freaking play to as many people as uh as as we can. So <laughs> we, appreci oh, we appreciate everybody who's uh coming out. Definitely. If you can make it, try to make it because it's gonna be one hell of a show and I would be reminisced to miss. Um but of course there is more stuff you do for anyone who maybe can't make it out there who wants to check you out. We did mention before your Twitch streams. And uh, I joined in a little while ago, and I had to drop out immediately because you were playing Metroid Dread, and I didn't want any spoilers. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I do want to ask, what do you do on the Twitch channel? And if someone wants to follow you, where can they follow you, and what can they expect from said Twitch channel? 
Yeah, for sure. Well, normally I uh, I play guitar on Twitch. The Metroid thing was like my 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 community was like, dude, you got to play Metroid. So I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, most of the time I'm playing guitar on Twitch. Uh, and the Twitch channel is a uh, Toxic X Eternity, so it's the same the same name. And uh, yeah, like what I do on there is called I call it the Shred Stream. Everything is shred, I guess. <laughs> um, it's called the Shred Stream, and uh, literally I'm just playing my own covers, and people can they, we have a whole system where people can like request you know what song I play and stuff. And then also what like you were mentioning my second channel. Uh, people will also like show me video game songs that I haven't covered and I like will literally just try and play it on the spot which is like obviously it's not perfect when I play it but it's kind of just like a hang you know we're just all celebrating video yeah. game music and everything and it's just it's just a vibe you know so I think I think I have a pretty good success rate of people that come by I think they have a good time you know so I think everyone could uh, if you're into that, you should definitely check it out. Oh, definitely, definitely. If if you're a fan of just jamming out with people, check it out. Um, yeah. But I think before we uh, end it off, I wanted to throw a bit of a an interview, kind of standard with Australian interviews, and just throw some Aussie slang at you and see if you can guess what it might mean. I've only got three here, and just see what you <laughs> okay. think. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so the first one I have is the phrase "chucka yui." Any guesses as to what that might mean? Check a Yui? Hmm. Um, is that like a boomerang? No, it's um, it's to make a U-turn. Oh, dude, I should have said that because like I almost wanted to say that. I swear I'm not joking. I was like almost like I felt. Uh, yeah, okay. You got me. I thought it was like like you're chucking like because I don't know if you say this in Australia but like when you chuck something it's like you're throwing. Oh, we and we do, and it, it's it's a weird thing that we still. It's, it's kind of like throwing a turn or something. It's a weird uh, one. Interesting. Okay. We'll me. move on to the next part. Uh, servo. Uh, so a servo is a place. I should mention. A servo. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is that a a restaurant. No, it's a service station or a gas station, I guess, in your end. Oh, um, dude, there's no... Oh, man. You guys almost, like, speak another language. It's weird. It, like, you it, don't, but versa, you do. It's strange to hear gas station and all, all, all the station. American slang. Um, oh, that's so funny. But the last one I've got here is the phrase, a mate's rate. A mate's rate? Oh, that's like a homie hookup. It's like, like when you're... It's like when you're when you're charging less money for a friend. Exactly, a discount for a friend. I'm surprised that, that came across actually quite well. Um, but yeah. yeah, I like that. That's cool. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> and I guess to finish it all off, where can people find you? Like if they like what they hear today or like what they heard you offer, where can people find you? Um, you can find me everywhere <laughs> no. uh like uh obviously like my music i put that on youtube um so that's youtube slash toxic x eternity uh and then on twitch like it's the same thing uh and i would say like as far as social media or whatever like twitter is i'm, I'm always on twitter just posting like my new videos um 
and yeah i'm on facebook too but like facebook is freaking so weird dude but um hmm. facebook instagram twitter uh and um youtube and twitch are like my content places also um i have a discord server as well which everybody is welcome and it's very inclusive uh and it's a place where we talk about video games and music <laughs> you know so it's you know anybody uses discord it's a public server and we're, we're super inclusive and it's a good hang so you know definitely definitely check it out i might just say hi as well if you're in there yeah, um but no of course thank you for joining us today it has been a wonderful time uh speaking to you and fingers crossed we get to uh, speak in the future maybe just after the shred venture tour we can chat about that experience yeah that would be so awesome i definitely want to uh, uh i'm excited to do this tour and it's gonna be a lot of fun and then yeah afterwards you know we can see where where, where it goes from there sounds good again thank you from the player one team and the entirety of sin yeah thank you so much for having me this was a lot of fun i appreciate it